This time on the Triple T Productivity Podcast, I'm talking to Dr. Melissa Gracious. Now, are we born productive or unproductive, or is it kind of like learned behaviour? We've also got lots of tips on time management and dealing with interruptions, and I ask the Triple T questions. Make sure you check out lots of links in the show notes, and don't forget to subscribe to the pod. Let's get on with it. Hey, Melissa, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so good, John. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. Much appreciated. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you 30 seconds to okay. kind of tell us about yourself. No pressure. No pressure, though. No okay, pressure, right. no pressure. Are you ready? <laughs> right. Okay, three, two, one, let's go. Hello, everybody. My name is Dr. Melissa Gracious, and I am a productivity specialist. I help overworked and overwhelmed people feel focused, balanced, and successful. I accomplish this through one-on-one coaching, group training, and blogging. I love to teach my clients about self-kindness and self-compassion while still helping them be as effective, organized, and productive as they possibly can be. (gasps) Did I finish? You did, yeah. (laughs) Go on, get your website in. Oh, thank you. It is (laughs) melissagracious.com. And my last name is spelled G-R-A-T-I-A-S. So it's not my fault I married it. (laughs) I I had a really easy maiden name, probably should have kept it. But melissagracious.com, G-R-M-E-L-I-S-S-A-G-R-A-T-I-A-S.com. Fabulous. What I'll do is I'll stick a link in the show notes so folks can tap on that. It's wonderful. Wonderful. So I really like the idea that you're a doctor of psychology because that kind of like plays into the productivity thing big time, doesn't it? Absolutely. Mm. And my my PhD is in industrial organizational psychology, which is the study of workplace behaviors, leadership, effectiveness, and, and, and just mainly people at work and, mm. and how people can be more satisfied, productive, and and uh, effective as leaders in, in the workplace. So my, my degree, I'm not a therapist, and John, please mm. do not start talking to me about your poor relationship with your mother because I don't <laughs> care. But I do care about clients at work and helping yeah. work be more fulfilling. Yeah. So the first question is, do you think we're born productive or unproductive or do you think it's kind of learned behavior the reason I ask the question is that I've got a two and a half year old granddaughter right okay and 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 she hasn't had long on the earth yet right (laughs) two and a half years old okay but when she wakes up in the morning she doesn't need three cups of coffee she doesn't need to enter the day slowly she (laughs) wakes up at 100 percent and then she keeps going all day She's got mm-hmm. the attention span of a YouTuber, right? Excellent. And then she keeps going, and then at bedtime, it's zero it straight. Yeah, collapse. Straight okay. out. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm thinking, like, none of us are like that when we get older. So, uh-huh. so do you think we're kind of born productive or unproductive, or do you think we learn it? There are genetic traits that lead to certain personalities. For ex- and, and, there, and then certain personality characteristics are more highly correlated with that born organized hmm. thought. So, for example, conscientiousness is one of the five uh, main personality traits that is studied in psychology. Conscientiousness is being um, 
being methodical and being you know, organized and and you know concerned about the future and all that kind of good stuff people who test high in conscientiousness have a much easier time of with managing their tasks mm. and their calendar but it doesn't mean for those of uh, those of us who may be lower in that skill it doesn't mean we're bad people it just means it's not going to be immediately in our wheelhouse right. to to be organized and effective i believe that productivity is a skill set not a personality trait and that i know early on uh, in my career john i I was very, uh, I, I, I followed my natural personality traits of being more flighty and fly by the seat of my pants yeah. and the world is, world needs variety and the world is so much fun and I don't yeah. want to make decisions because that limits my options. That is my nature. I, I love um, spontaneity and, and variety. Yeah. And then in my first job in corporate America, <laughs> I, <laughs> they don't want any of that. I was I was throwing more and more hours yeah. at my at my work to get the same things done. So right. I was like, and then I had this um, this 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 child this 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 thing that I liked, and I didn't want it to leave it in baby jail for you know excessive amounts of time. So yeah. I realized at that point, John, that I had to learn a different skill set, and it took me. Oh, seven to eight years of, of intensive self-study to get to get there. And I put that in air quotes, get there. Yeah. And once I got wherever there is, I decided that number one, it's a journey, not a destination. And number two, I wanted to help travel that journey yeah. in much less time than seven years. So that's when I opened up my consultancy in 2007. So how, how much of this do you think is down to age? Down to age, I I don't I think age impacts us in a couple of ways. Number one, it impacts our, our memory and our our ability to recall certain facts. We tend to, especially um, I've been I've been studying perimenopause and productivity, hmm. and in those of us who have ovaries, it's um, we can start to have things like brain fog and, yeah, sure. and that happens more um, uh, and, and it's you know women of a certain age yeah, yeah. and we have to accommodate that but my father is 77 and I'm definitely seeing you know cognitive differences in him as well I would um, I would say it's the, the uh, another fascinating aspect of the of the age question you just asked is the generational differences in yes memory that in you know in the early 1900s we would be you know psychological studies showed that we can remember it was called the magical number seven plus or minus two we could remember seven things at a time if we were having a really good day seven plus two is nine you know because right. yeah, i'm yeah. good at math uh and then seven minus two is five just for those of you who are not good at math. And so between five and, and nine bits of information we can remember at a time. Now it's down to like three to four. Yeah. Yeah, and, I see and that. So, yeah. Yes. But, you know, I will also say this. We don't have to remember things like we used to. Sure. We don't. It's, it's not required because my, um, my beloved is a, it was in med school. 
and he had to memorize things like cranial nerves. Okay, and sure. there was a, there was a song, apparently. Yes. Yeah. You, you can like Google the cranial nerve song, and it, and and this is what they would sing to themselves to remember the cranial nerves. Now they're they got iPads surgically attached yeah, to their yeah, arms, yeah. Yeah. and just look up the cranial nerves there. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily that. Um, I think there's generational impacts on productivity. I think there's age impacts on memory and all. And again, then all of those things end up affecting where, you know, where we are and, and what we can, what we can do with our time. So, so if we were kind of, if we think about ourselves and we think sort of like, I'm, you know, I'm just a disorganized person that you think there are ways to, to fix that. Oh goodness. I, yeah. I just blogged yesterday, yeah. John, about um, the cognitive triangle, yeah. which is the relationship between thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And that exact thought, I'm just a disorganized person, yeah, yeah. will lead to feelings of self-doubt, yeah. which will lead to behaviors that then reinforce the thought. I yes. mean, it's, it just goes around in circles. So although we may have demonstrated behaviors in the past that we're not the most yeah. organized individual in the world, it saying i have challenges with keeping myself productive i have I, I tend to do these types of things however these are challenges that i can overcome by blah i believe very much in talking to your own brain to just yeah. sitting there talking to yourself saying brain thank you for yeah. thinking of those thoughts i know you're trying to warn me of the impending apocalypse yeah but brain i'm just gonna see this as a challenge and move forward so so in order for it not to be a self-fulfilling prophecy we do yeah. need to realize again and i'll reiterate productivity is a skill set and it can be learned fabulous I'm, yeah yeah i think you're right i, th I think you're right it's hard work but i think, I think yes. you're, yeah it's hellishly but hard it's so work. worth it oh and my it goodness, takes a long so time and i think also you, you can be organized in certain aspects of your life and disorganized in other and i don't think there's a problem with that the way i see a lot of younger okay. folks now because like, oh, i'm old so when i look at a lot of younger folks the, the, they they kind of like think they have to be super organized in every single utter aspect of their life whereas you don't you can be ultra organized at work and then you could be a complete mess at home can i confess something to you john mm. Mm, okay. Mm. I never, 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 never make my bed. <gasps> no. I know. And despite yeah. the productivity guru saying, make your bed first thing in the morning or you are a yeah. bad, bad person. person yeah. Your day will be terrible. Yeah. Never make my bed. Never, never, never. No. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, yeah. so, so focus your energies where it matters. Exactly. Yeah. We cannot be perfect. And, and it's, and it's that... Oh my goodness! Don't get me on perfectionism, John, because we could yeah, have a whole, you hold, we could do another yeah, one on that. A whole other yeah. podcast on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we don't have to be perfect. We need to focus our energies yeah. and our yeah. our laser like focus on the areas where it counts, and let yeah. the other stuff kind of go. So one of the things I do on the podcast is do a, a triple T question. Okay, which is like three questions triple. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, I know. So the first question is is what is your number one productivity tip? It could be something you've thought of yourself or something somebody's told you. The number one thing that you thought when you heard it, you thought, okay, yeah, that makes sense. The number one productivity, I'm sure, you know, everything is an amalgam of, of what you've learned and heard mm. throughout your life. 
but the number one productivity tip I give my clients, whether it be in the one-on-one -on -one coaching or in the group training classes, is I look at them through the camera and I put my hands together in like, you know, yoga prayer position. And I say, you are fired from the job of remembering stuff. Yeah. You are fired from the job of remembering stuff. So the reason why that is my number one productivity tip is because that because of the behaviors that 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 thought leads to sure. it, it leads to so again in the, the the triangle that we talked about you know i am fired from the job of remembering stuff that make that releases me from the burden of having to keep track of all my action items in my head so i'm going to just you know display a behavior of using a comprehensive um centralized task list I'm going to make better notes on things. I'm not going to, I'm going to get emails out of my inbox because I'm not going to remember it as soon as it's mm. off the screen. Sure. It, 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 that thought you are, I am fired from the job of remembering stuff is my number one productivity tip. Yeah. I suppose it, it kind of like re releases the pressure as well. Doesn't it instantly? Instantly does. I have had people um, have a little tear streaming down their yes. cheek with yeah, with yeah. relief, yeah. with relief, because we think that we're just supposed to remember the stuff, yeah. remember everything we need to do. But rem but if you'll recall it earlier in our conversation, we can only remember even if we go back to the 1900s. Yeah. Um, seven plus or minus two items. Yeah. yeah. And it, most it also, people have it, more than that to do. It also makes you less reactive, I suppose, as well, and more more planning very astute yes because a lot of times we do things instantly even if they aren't high priority yeah simply because we're afraid we'll forget them yeah 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 absolutely yeah um i was watching some of your youtube videos on time management and i quite uh -huh. enjoyed those because everybody's got too much to do yes and there's never-ending task lists that just never end forever. And that's where, and, yeah. and John, let me just say this. Task lists are not supposed to end. No. If the it, task yeah. list is empty, you're, you're well, yeah. retired or fired. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. so if the task list is always going to be full. We just yeah. have to, to, to spread it out over time. Anyway, yeah. go on. So, so, so t managing your time. H how do you manage your time because you you know you you're running a business you've you've mm -hmm. got a kid you've got stuff to do absolutely yes mm. i um have fired myself from the job of remembering stuff and i have a comprehensive task list in um, microsoft outlook mm. there's the the task function there and the reason yeah. why i use outlook is because that is what i process my email yeah. with and outlook tasks allows me to click and drag an email to the task button and then it then the email is magically it's like what Just magically copied yeah. into the task and i can give it a, a name and and, and th but here's the kicker john my task list right now has let me look 54 items on it okay which would make some people go what but you've got but to do it, that you've got to do all of that today haven't you no, no. of course not of course not what i have yeah. done is i have uh, i have um given myself the best possible version of dissociative identity disorder yeah. and which you know formerly known as multiple personalities i have assigned these tasks to future melissa's i picture a calendar and i have a, a you know a, a a grinning headshot of melissa on every block and i will take one task and say okay um march the 30th melissa i want you to work on this and september the first melissa i want you to work yeah. on this and so i've just delegated out everything to future melissa's so even though there's a big bunch of tasks on there john i yeah. 
I have like three to four per day, which is a very reasonable yeah. chunk. Yeah. And a lot of people will think, my God, that's nothing to do. But I, I think it, it, it is. It's psychological, isn't it? If you, if, you can, if you only have three or four tasks on your list, it, it, you start your day thinking that you can accomplish it. If you start off with 54 tasks that you think you've got to do. To, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just starting going to ignore off, it. Yeah. I mean, and you're going to spend all yeah. your time, every time you transition from one task to the next, you have to review all 54. Yeah. If you don't have them spread out. And, and I, the, one of the things my clients tell me quite often is, there's too much that that erupts during the day. Yeah. That to, and, and so if yeah. we have if we have seven to ten to twelve tasks assigned to ourselves, we have no bandwidth, room, slack, margins, whatever you want to say, to handle the incoming, the yeah. the interruptions. That this that so assigning oneself three to four to five tasks per day is about capacity. And it may even yeah. be one per day, depending upon how long that task and how will take and how cerebral it is. Yeah, which kind of brings me on to the next little topic, I suppose, is um, is dealing with interruptions. I'll tell you what, I was working on a project last year. It was quite a big project, mm-hmm. right? And it was uh, Slack communication. So it was instant message style communications. And I was working with folks a lot younger than me, right? They, a lot of them were in their 20s. Because we've established you're old. Yeah, yes. because okay. we've established, yeah, as I'm old. And... One day, there were 119 <laughs> messages. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, all I need to know is what I have to do, mm-hmm. right? I don't need to look through all of these messages where people are saying, oh, can we have the font size this size? Oh, no, I don't think that's the right size. Oh, let's try it this size. And let's, all I need to know is the font size. Okay, and it's like, no wonder we feel unproductive because all these interruptions, all these instant communications, we're having to look through piles of rubbish before we figure out what we've actually got to do. Agree. And it, it, it's like we've just layered communication tools on top of each other without yeah. anything going away. Yeah. So it just, it's, it's just stacks and stacks. Um, we've not removed anything before we added something else. Uh, and with interruptions, I mean, first of all, uh, the um, research ha- out, of the, out of the University of California, I think it is, um, showed that 50% of our interruptions are within our control to mitigate. Right. All right. And that's more specifically that you'll see that with, uh, with turning off notifications of yep. incoming messages and such, uh, with, you know, silencing your phone. Silent. I mean, so so that those are the interruptions we can mitigate. Did I say eliminate? No, I yeah. said mitigate. M- mitigate. So yeah. so that that's where I recommend people start is to even though instant messaging is just designed to instantly message you by its very nature you do need to turn on the the do not disturb features and allow yourself to work and then let the people go back and forth on their font and then um you can follow up with them and say all right what's our decision when when you want to engage with the tool so um that is with email or im tools i recommend in approaching it intentionally and not not constantly but get coming in and out of the tool 
as your day progresses to, to seek information, to finish communications and stepping away from it as much as as much as possible as well. Yeah, I like the fact of focusing. My first career was working in radio a long, long time ago. And, that's, uh, and I did a four-hour radio show every day. So that was four hours when you literally had to focus. You could not stand oh up goodness. and just disappear for 10 minutes right, and go and make a right. coffee. You, 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 you have to have absolute focus for four mm-hmm. hours. And you'd wow. have the sales team bringing in prospective clients to what you're doing, what you were doing for 10, 15 minutes, and then somebody would come in and tell you there was some breaking news, and somebody wow. would come in and tell you something else. So there, there were interruptions all the time. And and I found myself that it was, it, it was all, you almost forgot about everything else that was happening around you. Mm-hmm. That the only thing going through my head was what I was doing at that one point in time. It's difficult to do that, though, isn't it? It is, and I let me give a a, a name to what you've just described. Mm. It's called flow with a capital Ooh, F. I've flow, flown. and you it being in that beautiful state of 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 focus and productivity and enjoy and enjoying what you're doing we seek that out but it's it is like you said it is harder to attain especially when we're bing bonged and buzzed every 35 seconds so in all right so in order to make that what you just talked about happen flow it is first you got to create the environment where you turn off notifications to the extent that you as much as humanly yeah. possible, get yeah. get yourself in an environment where you where you don't have the bing bong buzz. Secondly, have all of your resources available to you to perform the task on which you wish to focus. Yeah. And then third, give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to focus on it. Allow yourself to delve into into whatever it is, and. Even if, if, if that's difficult for you, I recommend clients um, set a timer. I said, for example, like set a timer for 45 minutes. Give hmm. yourself permission to just be in that space. So having the materials there, giving yourself permission to do it and turning off things that might pull you out of flow um, will it is how one can increase the probability of experiencing what you just described. Okay, let's move on to the second triple T question. We're getting through the T's. Um, What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It doesn't necessarily have to be about productivity, just just like life, I suppose. It's the best bit of advice you've been given. Well, I was a 20-something know-it-all in uh, my first job, and my, my very astute boss at the time named Ellen Williams looked at me and said the following, strive every day to work yourself out of a job. Yeah. Strive every day to work yourself out of a job. And I think I had enough um, sense not to argue with her in the moment, but I sure did in my head go back to my desk and say, that's ridiculous. I don't want to work myself out of a job. I like my job. I need my job. I have a mortgage. And... Over time, it has become the foundation of um, my work, my parenting, and my life. 
Because if you're striving to to work yourself out of a job, let's say in in, in a company, yeah. you are improving processes, you are developing people around you, you are making yourself and here's the kicker, John, you are making yourself indispensable at the next level above you. Yes. Because if you're indispensable in your current role, that is where you will be forever. Yeah. So in yeah. it, so improving process and developing people in parenting, working yourself out of a job is is not helicoptering or lawn mowering or whatever it is they're calling yeah. us nowadays. It is letting them uh, learn, grow, fail, develop, and and become okay without you there. So it's so strive every day to work yourself out of a job is something that has ended up being so profound and so meaningful in my life. I like that. That's good. That yeah, I like that. Um, what about clients? If if you're at work, they're they're, they're the biggest interruption, aren't they? Because like you can't tell them to just like bugger off and leave me alone <laughs> as much as you would like. You, you Absolutely. Know, yeah, you'd love to. But you can't. But I mean, if you're in the middle of like a two-hour job and and you've got folks phoning i mean how do you work it out do you kind of like do you schedule your phone calls because that always seems a little bit like oh you've got to book a time to phone me can't you just do you know what i mean well nowadays john with the in our um i don't even know if we're post-covid world but we're we're uh we're in a, in a new world of work with people working remotely yeah it's completely logical and rational yeah. to book to book phone calls or Zoom meetings or whatever it is yeah. that you're booking. But um, so let's talk about the clients calling us. And this, by the way, also applies to email and Slack communications. Yeah, sure. Setting expectations up front, setting rules of engagement, sharing, uh, communicating about communicating. S too much of our communications just fall by default. I'm going to by default copy the entire world on this email because yeah. that is my default. So we, we get into these unproductive defaults. Whereas if we stop and have a conversation with our clients and say, I return, I've, I've worked with so many attorneys, John, that I've lost yeah. count and they have got cerebral work they have to do and sure. clients they have sure. to serve. So setting an expectation that, for example, with an attorney I worked with in Nashville, Tennessee in the, in the States, he, his assist, his assistant saved up all of his phone messages and he did massive phone call returning between three and 4 PM. Right. And, so, and he, that was the expectation he set with clients is that I return phone calls during those times, unless it's a barn burning emergency. Yeah. So, uh, setting those expectations, having conversations about communication and not assuming that everyone needs to be, that, that, that you need to be, you know, debating fonts, for example, with, yeah. with, with 17 yeah. people, yes. maybe you need to start another, another thread with just the person with whom you need to de oh, debate Oh, not another font. thread. <laughs> so, I know, right? Can, but, can't, they, can't they just sit there and just work or, out what uh, this is crazy. they want This is crazy. You. Just pick up the phone. Yeah. Pick up the phone. When, they, when you've gone like, back and forth yeah. four times on something, it yeah. is time to just dial. Um, yeah. I, I had what I'm one of my clients is a Volkswagen of America. And the, the, my main contact there is, is a, a, a young woman that I would consider a millennial. And she, she called me one day and she said, uh, Melissa, I am overcoming my phone fear. 
and I just called you to talk to you. And I was like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but yeah, one five minute phone call can just alleviate so much back and forth. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can turn a, a whole day's worth of Slack messages into like mm-hmm. a five minute call, can't you? And it's done. Indeed. And, and the other thing that I like to do is uh, this, you're gonna, you're, this is going to be shocking. Make a list. Make a, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. make a like, like have a John list. Discuss yeah. with John. All the things I need to discuss with, with John. And if it's on my task list, then again, going back to our earlier part of our conversation, I don't feel like I need to fire off the, the messages in the moment because I have a meeting with John on Friday and these questions are not urgent. So I'm just going to create, you know, on, on that calendar invite or whatever it is i'm just going to collect all my discuss with john items and that way we can deal with them in bulk and bulk processing is typically more effective and efficient than onesie twosie onesie twosie type uh, problem solving yeah 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 you're right yeah so so before we get on to the final the final triple t question um we got um we can we can become more productive even if we think we're disorganized, right? We can learn of how to do Absolutely. things. Absolutely, it's a learn skill. Better. Um, make sure that your task list is never ending because if it ends, mm-hmm. you're probably dead. You're retired or fired. retired is probably the nicer. Yeah. yeah, retired yeah, is yeah, probably retired. the yeah. <laughs> but mind you, I mean, like I, I mean, in my retirement, I'm st- I'm planning to still be. You know, I'm not just going to sit there in an armchair. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to do stuff, I think. Absolutely. So you will never. So again, dead is probably um, a, yes. an apt explanation. <laughs> Task. Yes. So, because seriously, John, we when yeah. we have the unrealistic thought that my goal is to empty this 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 thing. Think, yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's not. It, and then you don't. Then you feel like yeah. a failure. And then you. I mean. So it, and if, again, we're in that cycle. So recognizing I am fired from the job of remembering stuff. So I'm going to put it all on this never-ending task list. I'm just going to assign it to future yeah. selves. But re- be realistic about how much of that task list you can actually do in one day because if you don't you you're just putting on this immense fake stress you're setting yourself up for failure before yeah. the day even begins yeah. and doesn't and that sound fun and, you, and you're like all panicky and all worried and all anxious right? and all stressed and you don't need to be because yeah yeah be realistic yeah. and be i tell people to be kind yeah. be kind to future self because you love her you want her to be successful treat yeah. her that way so when I look at, you know, March the 30th, Melissa, I'm like, I love you, March the 30th, Melissa. I want you to be successful, so I'm not yeah, going to yeah. overload you. Here's, but, but here are the three things I'd like for you to work on. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing I think we came to the conclusion of is that a five-minute telephone call can sort out an acres and acres oh, of... Acres. Oh, my Probably save, yes. the pl- save a few trees as well for these yes, data yes. centers. You know, Confront I mean, your phone fear. Yeah. Confront your oh, phone fear. Yeah, yes. Just a f- yeah, yeah. So, so the final question is, and you've got to tell the truth here. Oh, Definitely gosh. got to tell the truth here. What's, what's your... Because we all procrastinate, and I think procrastination is good. It is good for you. So what's kind of like your secret procrastination? What are you kind oh, of doing? John, I've told you about the bed-making thing. Can't bed I just making, yeah. stop with the the, the, <laughs> the secrets? Okay, okay, okay. What is my secret procrastination? I, oh, John, I can't believe you're making John. me say this. I postpone taking a shower as long as possible in the day. 
Ooh. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sitting here in all my filth, <laughs> speaking with you, and but here's why, okay? Yeah. I am most alert and attentive in the mornings. Same. I, I shut down as the day wears on, yeah. and I don't want to spend my best, you know, thinking hours, hour, because I'm a woman, and I had to dry my hair it's stupid yeah. and so it and then i mean so it's just annoying so i take my i pro, i procrastinate showers as long as humanly possible until um in the day when i mean sometimes it's right before bed i will i will yeah. confess so i'm really really glad right now john that you said we don't have to use video <laughs> because i was yes. like doing the happy dance like yeah i could be grimy oh yeah so yeah. yes so that's my secret procrastination you and know, now and that this is not fair because now all my i mean my, my worst things that my clients are gonna be like what are on this podcast yeah it's it's it, i'm exactly the same uh, honestly, I am exactly okay, so you're, the same. You're, you're, you're so, I, I, I mean, if I'm going out, if I'm going out and I'm working out of the out of you know, I'm not working from home that day. Then I'll, mm -hmm. I'll have a shower in the morning and I'll go to the meeting. I'll go to the, the oh, job, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, I'm doing. Sure, see yeah, you clean. Yeah, clean. Want to yeah. see me clean? Yeah. Um, but but I'm I'm the same. I I start off in the morning. I want to get going. I get out of bed and I get going. I have an hour's walk. Go for a mm -hmm. walk. I'm, I'm lucky that I live in a tiny little market town, in sort of like the just off the Welsh mountains. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's it's pretty. Um, so I go for a nice one one and a half hour walk. Wow. First thing that in the morning, idyllic. and mm. it's just like get yourself going. So I don't tend to shower until in the evening. And see, and, and what's great about that, John, is I pictured you taking your walk and getting sweaty and being really gross. Oh, yeah. Day. And then I'm yeah. just like sat in, it, I'm sat in it all day long. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. I've enjoyed this chat. Um, Me too. So, so give, us some, give us some website links, if you can, or handles Absolutely. and things, because I've got a list and I'm going to leave them in the show notes so folks can Thank you. Online. Thank you. But I love to connect with people. Um, I am on... I'm on Insta, Facebook, uh, which is anybody using Facebook anymore? Uh, mm. LinkedIn, a lot of work on LinkedIn. I love engaging people in mm. that business to business type setting and Twitter, which uh, if who knows how long you yes, going to let, let me You're stay. You're on Twitter for but, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Twitter for now. I, I'm playing with TikTok, but I'm not thoroughly convinced that I, I have the, the chops yeah. for that. So we'll yeah. see. But um, again, just remembering my I have a unique name and Melissa Melissa Gracious is, uh, I'm the only one, and it's G-R-A-T as in Tom, I-A-S as in Sam. So if you, if, if a person can just type in melissagracious.com, they will find everything they ever wanted to know and more about me. Fantastic. There'll be links in the show notes, so folks Thank don't you. have to spell. They can just <laughs> Oh, come on. It's a on spelling it. bee you today, just right? Tap on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melissa, thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks again to Melissa for her time. Don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. There's a whole load of them in there. And subscribe on your favourite podcast app for all the latest episodes. Thanks for listening. My pleasure. Thanks again to Melissa for her time. Don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. There's a whole load of them in there. And subscribe on your favourite podcast app for all the latest episodes. Thanks for listening.